0: Hey everyone, welcome back. So in this episode, I'm gonna talk to you about three dominant themes surrounding the SAT essay. What I hope you'll learn from this episode are some things that you should avoid and what are some areas that you should pay more attention to. So before we dive in, let's talk about some background information about the essay. So it's changed drastically from the old one. So before students had 25 minutes, now they have 50 minutes and the approach is radically different. So before, for the old SAT, before March 2016, students would have to write a persuasive essay, and that's an area that a lot of students are very comfortable with, and they would basically answer a question such as, is knowledge a burden or a benefit? And under 25 minutes, most students usually write about four paragraphs, and you would supplement it with concrete examples. Now students have to analyze an article. Now these articles are opinion articles and it's drawn from, resource, from sources such as Time Magazine or the Washington Post. And basically they'll pinpoint, you have to pinpoint the rhetorical strategies. And what that means is you gotta pinpoint three to four strategies, tools that the writer uses to persuade. Okay, so in fact, I have an SAT essay right in front of me And the instruction on the top says, as you read the passage below, consider how author blah, 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 uses evidence such as facts or examples, reasoning to develop ideas and connect claims and evidence, stylistic or persuasive elements. And there's another box at the back, at the end of the prompt that says, write an essay in which you explain how the author blah, 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 builds an argument to persuade his audience that, and then they'll outline the claim, the main point of the article. And it says, in your essay, analyze how the author uses one or more of the features listed in the box above, and we're gonna talk more about that box later, to strengthen the logic and persuasiveness of his argument. Be sure that your analysis focuses on the most relevant features of the passage. So one can easily see that there's a huge shift when it comes to the SAT essay. So the next thing we have to talk about is this content covered in schools. In some ways, yes, because most students all know about ethos, logos, and pathos. And to quickly break it down, logos means an appeal to reason. And you appeal to reason using facts and figures. Ethos means convincing someone by emphasizing the credibility of someone, whether it be a very experienced figure or a well-known person and pathos is an appeal to emotion. But even though a lot of students are familiar with ethos, ethos, logos and pathos, you can't just use that. It's not what I personally have found is that those three rhetorical strategies alone are not sufficient to score high on the SAT essay. So, a lot of times students resort to it because it's the most familiar, but sometimes you may not find ethos or sometimes you may not find pathos. And so, and I feel like a lot of students will resort to these three strategies. So it's probably not the best approach to just default on using ethos, logos, and pathos. Now, another thing I wanna point out is that some high schools offer this course called AP Language and Composition. And rhetorical analysis is taught if you take this class. Now, some high schools offer it and some don't. And even if schools do offer it, some students opt not to take it. But regardless of that, the good news is that writing a great rhetorical analysis essay can easily be taught from the ground up. And I'm going to talk to you later about, because some of you guys might be wondering, oh gosh, is this going to take a long time to learn? And no, short answer is no. So at the end of the segment, I talk about how easily one can navigate this essay. And it actually doesn't take more than five hours to learn it. So watch out for that part. So what are some important pointers to keep in mind for the essay? Let's talk about time first. So you get 50 minutes, as I previously mentioned, which seems like ample time. And it is. But you need to use that time wisely. I find that students know that the test is 50 minutes long but they don't keep track of time. They just basically dive right in, or they'll, pl- they'll plan it out, maybe write a quick outline, and then they'll just write without really budgeting their time. So I would recommend the following breakdown. I would spend about 10 minutes reading and planning your essay, and they give you a sheet of paper where you can write basically anything you want to help you organize your essay. So 10 minutes on reading and planning your essay, then three minutes, writing your introduction 10 minutes for each body paragraph now i would recommend writing three body paragraphs if you can write four that's awesome but three is absolutely sufficient so if you're supposed to spend 10 minutes per body paragraph that would be 30 minutes so right now we're down to 43 minutes and then five minutes for writing your conclusion and then the last two minutes, which oftentimes a lot of students a lot of students don't do, proofreading, just spend two minutes looking for typos, awkward sentences. It can really make a difference because when you're writing and writing under time settings, we're not, we can make mistakes. And because the SAT essay, one of the components that they're, uh, they're gonna grade you on is writing, I think it's worth that, those extra two minutes to kind of quickly spend to just scan your sentences just to make sure that they sound pretty good. Now, let's look at the SAT rubric. I feel like the rubric is an underutilized resource. It's public information. You can just simply Google it. And I think it's a gold mine of a resource. They basically tell you what they're looking for. So I'm not going to get into the nitty gritty, but there are three overall metrics. So they tell you there's going to be a score for reading. And here are all these things that they're looking for to get a high score for reading. There's a score for analysis, a score for writing. And I would Download and find the rubric, and research it more, and look into it. Maybe highlight the areas that you're having trouble with, because if you can follow the rubric, I don't see why students cannot, why students can't get a high score. Now, let's talk about another point. Length matters. So, I once had a student who wrote a pretty decent essay uh, for his mock test and, but it was quite long. He filled the pages and actually they give you four pages to write and I would fill it up as best you can. So if you write small, write a little bit bigger perhaps, try to fill up as many pages as you can. He actually ended up taking the real SAT and he filled up four pages and got a seven, eight, seven. And writing is not his strong suit. In fact, he actually came from a different country, and so he had some language issues, but he wrote a lot, and it wasn't, his writing style wasn't completely, it wasn't that bad, but it wasn't, there there were some flaws in his writing. So, But my point is, he wrote a lot, and he got a 787, so keep that in mind. The longer the essay, the higher your score will be what are some problem areas that a lot of students face? So it's easy to you know, list out the different rhetorical strategies. But how do you go about finding precisely the correct one as you are reading the article? So a lot of times people might look at a paragraph and say, oh, that's word choice. But it's maybe more fitting to say it's imagery. Or, oh, I thought that was logos but it's actually perhaps ethos or authority so how do you go about pinpointing the right one so that's the first a common theme that i've been seeing the second how do you avoid repeating your idea so i noticed that a lot of students when they write they feel like they're kind of saying the same thing over and over again In each paragraph, you will need to incorporate two quotes or two pieces of textual evidence, just like you would in a high school essay. And what you do is you write analysis for following the quote. And so what sometimes a lot of students say to me, well, Dana, I I feel like I'm just repeating myself. So how do I go about doing that? How do I prevent myself from doing that? Number three, how do you organize your ideas when you have restricted time? Another problem area is how do you vary your sentences and use some elevated vocabulary? How do you overall write a well-written essay under the given time restriction of 50 minutes? How do you write clear-cut topic sentences? Those are some dominant themes that I'm seeing with students as they start to tackle the SAT essay. Now, these are just some of the areas we teach. Some people might think, earlier I said, hey, how long does it take to master these concepts? concept. It actually doesn't take a long time. Personally, for me, it takes about four to five hours of teaching the SAT essay. So the first three hours is the framework and the content. And the last two hours I spend customizing the lessons based on what students need, usually writing style. So the SAT essay, while it may seem for some unfamiliar and new, it's definitely doable. So as long as you're getting the right content and you're being strategic with your time. This SAT essay should not be an area of concern. Anybody can do well in this essay. So, I hope you found this episode helpful. If you have any questions you would like me to answer, you can always email me. My email is on the website. So, until next time, I'll see you at the next episode.